My dad left this note for you in the letter he wrote me. Thank you. I need your father's address. Why? I'm just responding to the note that he wrote me. I can mail that for you. Thank you. I waited for you to open it. Oh my god. <laughs> blah, blah. Your friend, Johanna Perry. What if she wants to write him back? We'll put a fake email address for your dad and she'll have to respond that way. Welp. It did not take long for us to hit a mediocre one. Uh, I suppose I didn't intro this last time, uh, but this is the Untitled Haley Steinfeld Project, uh, a spinoff of the Profundity podcast, I suppose. Um, I'll probably stop saying that because I don't want to draw attention to the fact that there's the several years of nonsense preceding this, uh, because instead I want to focus on the nonsense that is happening right now. Um, And I'm Andrew Whipple. Yay. Fun. Four people are listening to this. Um, Hate ship, love ship is a premise premise of the whole thing is that I am stuck in my apartment and have been for two fucking months and will continue to be for the foreseeable future because we're in the middle of a global coronavirus pandemic. So why not watch every Haley Steinfeld movie? Um, uh, And this is now, this is now our second, uh, our second in the run uh, going through things chronologically uh, with the movie from 2013 hate ship, love ship. Let me pull up my, uh, what's it called? Um, Apple notes thing that has the list of things. Yeah. So it's from 2013. Uh, and Oh boy, is it mediocre? I think it's the right word to frame this movie. So for people who have not seen this movie, which is probably almost everyone, because I looked it up and I think it made somewhere in the neighborhood of $50,000, uh, in, in, uh, it's, uh, yes, it's domestic, Oh, okay, so Hate Ship Love Ship's domestic box office total, channeling my inner Griffin Newman for a second here, was $54,000, $54,030. International was $28,978, and so worldwide gross of $83,000 and $83,008. That's not much. Oh, it actually got real. Okay. I was thinking of it as a 2013 movie, which I guess probably means it's because it's like premiered at some film festival in 2013, but it's looking here on box office mojo that the actual release date was in 2014. So maybe I have the timeline wrong on some of these, Um, but oh well, whatever. Uh, No one saw this movie, Uh, which is interesting. It's, it's, it's one of uh, a string of, as I've been sort of watching more movies in quarantine and thinking about things like how hard is it to get real ass actors in your movie? Because this movie has a kind of stacked cast. It's a small little indie drama, um, uh, directed by a, a, a indie filmmaker. I mean, maybe it's not indie or not. I don't know, but it's a small little drama made by, um, uh, a, a small little filmmaker who's only made a couple films. Uh, and it's got Kristen Wiig as the, as the lead. Um, but also Guy Pierce, Jennifer Jason Lee and Nick Nolte. And like, Oh, you can get those for your, tiny movie i'm actually gonna look up what was the budget on on this if it has it on eh, it doesn't have it on the um what's it called wikipedia page but whatever the budget was uh, unless it was very small probably did not make too much of that back um anyway it is a small drama movie um that uh stars kristen wig kristen wig is a caretaker um she starts out the movie uh caretaking for uh someone who passes away and then needs to go get uh more work and goes to work for nick nolte as a housekeeper uh and then interacts with uh nick nolte's uh son-in-law um, Guy Pierce, who is a absolute uh, drug addict, and then um, 
uh, or interacts with the dad who's living in Chicago, um, and but then his granddaughter, aka Guy Pierce's daughter, Haley Steinfeld, the the reason for the season, um, is 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 uh, stay living with the grandfather. Um, anyway, Christian Wig interacts with uh, with Guy Pierce, and then uh, Haley Steinfeld and her really terrible bratty friend. Um, uh, concoct a scheme uh, to write fake letters from Guy Pierce to convince Kristen Wiig uh, that they're in love and uh, convince her to uh, fly out to Chicago to try and uh, to, to meet back up with him. And it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's not terrible. And maybe I'm also sort of forgetting just it's just it's boring is the real flaw of this movie is that it's, it's pretty slow it's pretty ponderous it's pretty weirdly paced and it's just like okay uh and, and and it's it feels unfocused and i think a big part of it feeling unfocused is that it's unclear to what degree is this Kristen is this geared to be like following Kristen wig and it's her story versus following Haley Steinfeld and it's her story. Um, uh, so yeah, is it the story of the person who gets tricked by the daughter's friend in order to, uh, go fake fall in love with an addict, but then things become happy as a result of it. Or is it the story of the daughter for whom she gets in over her head on this thing? And then all of a sudden she has a new mom. Um, and it's kind of both and kind of neither. And I think overall that just leads to a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a, a bit of a weirdly structured, excuse me, a bit of a weirdly structured and weirdly paced film. Um, the performances are pretty good in it though. Um, it is, I feel like there've been a few of these where it's like Kristen Wiig playing a like fully dramatic role. Um, and she does a good job on it because she's a good actor. And generally speaking, most comedy people are pretty good at playing serious because it's harder to do comedy than it is to do uh, drama um, as a spicy take. Uh, what other serious movies has Kristen Wiig been in now that I'm looking at it? Um, comedies, comedies, comedies. I'm on her Wikipedia page as well. Um, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Never saw that. Diary of a Teenage Girl. Um, I do really desperately want to see that movie, but I have not seen that. Uh, Mart the Martian. Well, the, the, the Martian was a comedy uh, per the Golden Globes. It definitely was the funniest movie of its year. Um, where'd you go, Brennan, to that? Okay. Well, anyway, um, I am not... She's good. She's good. And this is not actually a knock against Kristen Wiig's uh, dramatic acting ability. I don't love... It is the the character that she plays, Joanna, is is very dour and very repressed. I suppose is the word for it. Um, a little bit too. Uh, I don't know. It it felt odd and felt awkward watching it. And 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 it was a little bit. Maybe part of this is also my own hang up. Is that so? A, a key sort of centerpiece of the movie is that uh, Haley Steinfeld's bratty friend um, writes the fake letters and convinces. Uh, in the fake letters, then they uh, a fake guy Pierce says, "Oh, Christian Wig, you should come fly out to Chicago, and you should uh, f- you should ship ahead uh, all of this vintage furniture that was the um, that belonged to." Oh, oh, thing I forgot to mention because again, no one's seen this movie. Uh, guy Pierce's wife, who is the daughter of Nick Nolte, and the reason that that family unit 
exists. Uh, she's she died. Uh, I I, th- I don't one hundred percent remember. I think. I'm assuming it was a cancer or something like that, but I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, um, vintage furniture that was given to the daughter uh, then is being kept at Nick Nolte's house, and Guy Pierce has asked for it in the past because he's trying to start up a hotel um, in Chicago. And uh, so then part of the fake courtship, the fake plan um, from Haley Steinfeld's bratty friend is, uh, oh, hey, you should totally send me over all of the um, uh, furniture because it's technically mine anyway. So uh, she does that. Um, and it's uh, I it's 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 that kind of dramatic irony that I just like, oh, I, I it makes me so viscerally uncomfortable to watch that like, oh, I know she's being tricked and she's doing this thing that is like going to get her in a lot of trouble um, or would theoretically get her in a lot of trouble if it wasn't for the fact that everything ended up being a perfectly happy ending. Um, but uh, it's just so viscerally unpleasant to to, to experience watching that, um, particularly given that again the movie is mostly just kind of boring. Um, hmm, yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, as it this though is the kind of thing that I could totally see and totally understand. Um, now that we sort of transition into the whole talking about Haley Steinfeld of it all, Haley Steinfeld is pretty good in the movie it's perfectly acceptable it's nothing like crazy impressive to write home write home uh, about but also like the character kind of is 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 mostly passive she is not the one that like it's it's Haley steinfeld's friend is the one that goes and like hatches this whole plan and like there's a couple scenes of them fighting with each other that are are sort of some, some of the slightly more interesting stuff in the movie uh but it passes by really quickly and 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 whatever depth there would have been there isn't really plumbed um similar to sort of to the 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 relationship between her and her dad, which you'd think would be an interesting motivating force, and again sort of flashes out in specific moments. Um, like there is the, like one of one of the good scenes in the movie is one where when uh, Kristen Wiig and Guy Pearce re- drive back up to uh, wherever town, not in like Ohio or whatever. Um, when they drive back to return the furniture after she has helped uh, get Guy Pierce mostly sober, though not entirely sober, um, the uh, when there's a moment where Haley Steinfeld has a bit of a breakdown and then goes into her room, and then Kristen Wiig comes to like talk to her a little bit, and then what Haley Steinfeld asks is like, "Why do you get to be with him? Um, why not me?" And so like like there is some stuff there that would have been interesting as a dramatic as a driver for this film if like again is this movie about the challenge of that relationship of like Haley Seinfeld really wants to be with her dad but also acknowledges the fact that her dad is a junkie and that like that's not an like she's in a better situation now um and 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 I don't know it, it was that's thing it's all over the place it doesn't ever focus on the things that uh, focus on it doesn't narrow down to focus on a few things and focus on them well instead it's sort of those half measured versions of every potential thread um so uh all of that to say that Haley steinfeld kind d- doesn't get the chance to have a really flat either a really fleshed out character or in the case of like her friend who's just sort of a brat at least that is sort of like it's a very narrow character but it's a narrow and sharp character i guess is my sort of way of thinking about it that like 
the bratty friend played by Sammy Gale, um, who looked familiar. I, and so I should look up her Wikipedia page as well and see what she was in. Um, blue bloods. I haven't really watched any of that. So I don't actually, I, I don't think, uh, that is probably what I'm thinking of her. Huh? I guess I've never actually seen her in anything. Either way. She looked kind of familiar. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, her character, um, Edith is the name of the friend, uh, that it, like, she's a brat and she just plays the brat well. And it, um, it's, it's kind of engaging in that it like, it does its one, the one thing that the bratty character needs to do does it well versus like Sabatha, which is Haley Steinfeld's character's name is more of a, um, she's a little bit more of an every kid and an every kid without enough, um, enough focus in the script or enough focus in the edit on the things that are interesting and could potentially, uh, add some level of depth into either her relationship with the other characters, um, or into her herself. Um, but it's a perfectly competent performance. It's nothing, you know, uh, and, and she does her, her scenes that require, you know, a little bit of capital A acting. Um, again, that, uh, why do you get to live with him, uh, scene being a key one of them. Um, she does them all. That's good. And what I was going to say, what I sort of kicked off this whole like tangent and thread about talking about the Haley Steinfeld of it all. Um, the thing that I was going to think what I was saying with that was I can see how this is the kind of thing that in the case of Haley Steinfeld, I, I, uh, I see how this is what one of your next roles would be. Um, in the chronology, I'm not a hundred percent sure whether, um, uh, so filming was in 2012. So maybe some of her other later movies actually are earlier in production in that. Maybe there's a gap because there's a bit of a gap between, um, true grit, which was released in 2010. So I'm assuming was filmed in 2009 or 2008. Um, and this that was filmed in 2012. So maybe there was some other stuff in between there. Um, but this is the kind of thing that I could see, um, uh, or rather, I think there's a there's a couple different things that we will probably see in Haley Steinfeld's career that makes sense as the not branching paths because she sort of did both of them, but as the paths that come after you. Your first role is a big, monstrous breakout success. Uh, both breakout success in terms of it being a big successful movie and a breakout success in terms of you being the takeaway from that film. Um, that the narrative around True Grit is holy shit, have you seen this kid? Um, who holds the movie together and delivers a knockout performance um, to uh, two potential branches that can come out of that out of many. There's a lot of other ones is you work in a bunch of small indie films and you get um, either leads or, or second or third lead roles in that, or you uh, are able to get swept up into big blockbusters and you get a lead role, um, a lead or a mark, uh, a lead role in a, in, in, in some kind of, you know, a big blockbuster film, uh, which I think is what we're going to see when we get to, uh, I mean the, uh, when we get to Ender's Game, um, though, let me look again at Haley Steinfeld's filmography and chronology of some of that, uh, see if there was any, any other, um, major, uh, do, 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 do any other like big high budget films, um, before Ender's Game. I don't think so. Uh, Romeo and Juliet, I'm interested in. I don't know. 
about this adaptation of it. Um, it looks a little smaller than, um, uh, than other like previous, you know, big massive Shakespeare adaptations. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that sort of is, uh, we'll see more when we get to Ender's Game, but at least this, and it seems like also some of the other movies in here, um, are more in that, like they're smaller, they're either indie or mid budget movies. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a great way for, uh, you know, I'm assuming, I'm assuming she got a shit ton of scripts after True Grit, um, because, if not, what the fuck is everyone doing? Um, and so you look around at it, and 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 you find you find the thing that intrigues you. Um, this is also what I would say. What I could see about this, especially thinking about it this from a Haley Steinfeld perspective, is this strikes me partially because uh, uh, it is an adaptation of a short story. I could see this being the kind of movie that works better on the page than it did in the edit, than it did filmed and particularly did in the edit that we got. That there is something like, it feels like a short story. Um, that there's, you know, sort of these literary motifs that come around of like, oh, it's about this, um, you know, it's a small story about a family, but a slightly interesting family. And uh, it's pretty interior. But then there's like the, 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 icon, uh, the icon of the, vintage furniture that becomes like a big sort of um it's 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 the kind of thing that you could see in a in a short story that's like ah yes it all revolves around um the letters and the furniture uh that in a way that i could see this work like if this wasn't i mean it's not a long movie by any stretch um i think feel like it was like a 90 minute movie or somewhere in that ballpark but like if this was a a short i think it could sustain itself a lot better again with the way that it is constructed right now. The problem is that it's it's too thin for a full length without taking more time to dive into more of the the threads and the ideas that are present um in the film but present sort of sketchily in the film. Um so all that to say this is me entirely speculating. I could easily see this being the kind of thing that uh you know you're looking at all of your options and you're you're wanting to get uh, into a movie and and you're intrigued by the idea of uh uh you know uh it, one if you're Haley Steinfeld I could see you being intrigued by wanting to take uh take up this script uh, and then especially once you see that if the rest of the ca- I don't know what order the cast got attached but like oh Christian Wiig Guy Pierce Jennifer Jason Lee Nick Nolte um like that's a crew to work with so I can see why this is a pick for one of the follow-ups to your big breakout success. And also I'm assuming, um, you know, it was, it was released at TIFF. Okay. So it premiered at TIFF in 2013 and it wasn't released until 2014. So I could see this also being the kind of thing that's like, yeah, she probably filmed a bunch of stuff in, you know, 2011, 2012, 2013 thereabouts. And then, you know, this comes out when it comes out. Um, do, 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 is there anything else of any interest? But yeah, it's a, it's a mediocre, it's a it's a mediocre movie. I think it's just the problem with it. Um, but a mediocre movie with with great actors doing pretty good performances, um, and 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 a couple scenes to, to that are that were interesting enough to watch. Um, at least again, fortunately, it was short. Um, now, <laughs> by virtue of the fact that this is the second movie 
on this list. Um, again, sort of by definition, uh, the rankings become pretty easy because we had True Grit, which was really good, and I liked it a lot. And then we have Hate Ship, Love Ship, which is mediocre. Uh, so when it comes to ranking of the movies, by definition, I guess this is my second favorite movie uh, of Haley's to this point. Um, so we're writing that down on the list. So number one, True Grit. Number two, Hate Ship, Love Ship. I think that is also true for the Haley Steinfeld performance. And I'm actually... Um, Hmm. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to say. I'll be interested to see what um uh what it looks like when more uh we get through more movies and potentially I'll be interested to see is there a point when she does an actually bad performance because she's incredibly good in the movies that I have seen of her as already that I really like True Grit uh spoilers for Edge of Seventeen and Spider Verse and Bumblebee um but uh, in this it's just like it's fine. And it's good enough, and there's nothing to write home about, particularly other than just like, yeah, perfectly talented kid um, that, that that did the work. Um, it's it's here's what it is. It is not any different to if I were to like expect like one of the kids from Riverdale to be in an indie movie or something like that. It's like, yep, okay, yeah, you would do equivalently good at this role um, in this case. Unlike True Grit, Bumblebee, Edge Seventeen, which I think are like legitimately unique impressive performances um so i'll be very curious to see where this ranks among other performances once we get to it um particularly if if as we are diving into into a bunch of these other movies um barely lethal is the one i'm really excited about because apparently that movie like really fucking sucks um but it looks like the kind of thing that i could see myself actually kind of secretly loving um if the rest of her filmography is more that, yep, she's always fine and then sometimes transcendent, or if there are moments when she's actively bad, um, it'll be interesting where this, that is just like a perfectly acceptable run-of-the-mill performance um, from, a, from a teen actor, uh, where does that rank among things? Um, she actually looks a little younger. <laughs> I mean, some of this, I think, is part of the... Um, the presentation and the way that they frame the character of Maddie in True Grit. Uh, she looked younger in this movie than she looked in 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 most of True Grit. Um, but part of that is also the like, hey, you know, you're in a fucking cowboy hat and in covered in dirt, so that'll that'll age you up a little bit. Um, so yeah, so I guess this is my second favorite of the two so far. Uh, Haley Steinfeld performance as well as my second favorite movie. Um, hmm. Is there anything else that's of any interest at all with the movie Hate Ship, Love Ship? Um, not particularly. I gave it a what? A two and a half out of five on Letterboxd. Um, it's okay. Nick Nolte was good. Nick Nolte I like, but Nick, Nick, Nick Nolte's always good. Guy Pierce, I was mixed on in this movie, I suppose, I'll say. Um, because I, Guy Pierce is definitely someone that I like sometimes love and sometimes hmm, doesn't totally do it for me. And this felt, it felt very acty what he was doing. Um, and so in his role in particular, it's like, okay, uh, in comparison to Harry Steinfeld or really Nick Nolte either, like Kristen Wiig and Guy Pierce get flashier roles to play. Kristen Wiig being the like, you know, very prim and repressed uh, caretaker who like uh, through the machinations of a bunch of teens ends up, um, you know, living out this slightly more, slightly grander and slightly more exciting and, and risky life. Guy Pierce as just like a, a junkie with a heart of, mm, I wouldn't go so far as to say gold, but with the heart of, you know, uh, 
heart of uh, he loves his daughter, I guess. Um, and so both of those get to be a little bit flashier performances. And I think that they are. I liked Kristen Wiggs more than I liked Guy Pierce's, I think. But neither one were terrible. Um, and Kristen Wiggs, I would say, was actively good, if if maybe less. I could see it being a little flashier when it's earlier in in Kristen Wiig's career and there's less of a concept of her being uh, as successful a dramatic actress as as um, I think is sort of evident at this point. Um, Guy Pierce, yeah, it just sort of feels like, okay, you hired Guy Pierce to do a Guy Pierce thing. It's fine. Um, it is no, it is not uh, as great as my favorite Guy Pierce performance, I believe, though let me actually just look up his filmography and verify um, that I think my favorite... Well, I was going to say my favorite Guy Pierce performance um, uh, with a bullet is Iron Man 3, which I think is still true. Um, I do kind of want to rewatch Prometheus, though, because I did actually like him in Prometheus. And I like Prometheus actually more than um, I thought. I should just rewatch Prometheus in general, because I remember actually kind of liking that movie, even though it certainly has its flaws. Uh, but yeah, no, Iron Man 3, that's that's great Guy Pierce. I mean, he's good in Memento, too. Don't get me wrong. But like Iron Man 3. That's that's the Pierce that I love. What's Kristen Wiig's? What's my favorite Kristen Wiig performance in a movie? Um, <laughs> well, I've never seen Bridesmaids, which is probably would be the real answer. Uh, but I haven't seen it, which is a crime, and I should fix that. Um, huh. See, I'm seeing these movies, but I just don't actually remember her performances in any of them. So whatever. We'll ignore that. What about Nick Nolte? I have not seen very many Nick Nolte movies, to be honest. Uh huh. Yeah, the only one that is on the top chunk of his most popular films on Letterbox that I have seen is Over the Hedge. So we're just going to ignore uh, that, I suppose. Um. So yeah. So yeah. It's fine. It's be whatever. Who cares? This is more. I'm spending more time talking about hate ship love ship than it deserves, and more than probably anyone has in like the seven years since it came out. So um, I think that that's good for now. Uh, next up in the career of of uh, uh, Haley Steinfeld uh, is the movie Begin Again, directed by John Carney. Who I think is he the guy who did Sing Street which I also haven't seen. Okay, yeah, yes. So he did, oh, and he did once. Yes, that's right, of course. Um, so uh, next up, yeah, begin again uh, to again read from Wikipedia. It is a 2013 American musical comedy drama film written and directed by John Carney and starring Kira Knightley and Mark Ruffalo. Knightley plays a singer-songwriter who's discovered by a struggling record label executive, parentheses, Ruffalo, and collaborates with him to produce an album recorded in public locations all over New York City. Wow, yeah, you fucking are the guy who did once. Um, who does, uh, who does Haley Seinfeld play? Oh, she's low on the cast list. Um, at least on Wikipedia, she's like sixth build. So, okay. So this, um, okay. So maybe actually then we'll talk about it when we get to begin again, but multiple paths, you do a solid, like third, second or third build, uh, role in an indie drama. You do, another sort of probably third or fourth build role in a big blockbuster. And then you do like a sixth or seventh build in a mid budget. Um, uh, well, still it's lowish budget. It's $8 million budget. Um, but a, 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 you know, slightly larger, um, real movie that gets out for, to real people. Um, okay, cool. So yeah, 
begin again. That's the next one. Uh, let's see if I like it. I know nothing about it other than I liked once and I probably would like Sing Street if I actually watched it. But yeah, cool. We filled half an hour almost. Great. I'm amazed at that. Adios. Hate ship, friendship, courtship, love ship, marriage. Hate ship, friendship. Friendship.